MSP Marketing in Bite Size Bits. It's easier than you think with MK Link. To get more of MK Link's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org. The Ansoff Matrix for Managed Service Providers. In the competitive world of managed service providers, standing out and reaching the right audience is crucial. So the Ansoff Matrix, which is a strategic planning tool, offers a structured approach to exploring growth opportunities. And as a quick recap, the amount of money that you make can be expressed as value times volume, where value is the amount of money you make per client from all your products and services, and volume is the number of customers that you have. So to make more money, either increase the value or the volume or both, although typically it's easier to increase the value than the volume. That's a basic law of marketing. So here's how MSP owners can apply the ANSOF matrix to their marketing efforts to increase both the value and the volume. The ANSOF matrix is divided into four quadrants, each quadrant representing a different growth strategy. So you can draw it easily enough by drawing a horizontal line, which bisects a vertical line in much the same way, uh, going back to school, as you'd have an X and a Y axis on a graph. And what we're looking to do here is to put the relevant opportunities into the relevant quadrants and look for where those opportunities are and look for patterns if possible. So I like to remember the ANSOF matrix simply as a ready reckoner for people and products. People are existing customers or new customers, whilst products are either existing products or new products. So this means that you can sell existing products to existing clients i.e. that's your safest bet. The next safest bet is to sell new products to your existing clients. And the next safest bet after that is to sell existing products to new clients. And finally, the riskiest option is to sell new products to new customers. So these don't quite go around the board in a clockwise way. And I've seen different representations of how to do it. But I'll stick with the following way. But you can, of course, do whatever you want as long as you get to use it. So obviously, each of these quadrants will have their own strengths and weaknesses, with risk and reward being the main driver for attempting to maximize sales in each quadrant. So to map it out along the y-axis, i.e. the line that goes vertically, we have the dimension of people in terms of markets, with existing markets at the bottom and new markets at the top. And along the x-axis, we have the dimension of products, with existing products on the left-hand side and new products on the right-hand side. So each of the four quadrants just mentioned has its own label in the Ansoff matrix. So number one, market penetration. To repeat, that is selling existing services to existing customers. Number two, the next quadrant is market development. That's selling existing services to new markets or new customer segments. Number three, product development. And that's providing or offering at least new services to existing customers. And lastly, diversification. Again, it's the riskiest one. is introducing new services to new markets. So looking at these in turn, applying the Ansoff matrix, you've got number one, market penetration. For MSPs, market penetration involves increasing sales to current clients by offering more services, i.e. upselling. So here's a couple of quick strategies for market penetration. 
So the obvious place to start is by enhancing your customer relationships through personalized service with re regular security audits, for example, and technology health checks. Basically, this means increasing time spent client side, or at least on the phone, and looking where the daylight is within your client sales matrix, i.e. that's the matrix of stuff that you could sell and you should sell and stuff that you actually do sell and wherever the gaps are that that's your opportunities so these regular audits can be augmented by implementing regular performance reviews and customer feedback loops i.e getting more reviews and testimonials leading towards more referrals and you know how uh, keen i am on that process Investing in staff training to enhance your service delivery or upgrading technologies such as your PSA or other tools to ensure that you're providing really top-notch service and therefore you're able to charge premium pricing. Number two, market development, i.e. selling existing services to new clients. So market development focuses on identifying new segments or new geographical areas where the existing services can be offered. So a new geographical area can be uncovered, for example, if you start targeting your marketing, for example, in a different county, away from Gloucestershire to Oxfordshire, for example, and aiming further away from your base, from your existing customer base. And you can do that by opening up another office in a different location, or you can buy a company in another location, or you can joint venture with a complementary business partner in a location that's not on your own back door. So perhaps a digital marketing company um, or a digital printing company or an EPOS provider or someone else that covers different areas with joint venture opportunities for the same customers. So there are plenty of options here. You're certainly not just restricted to marketing on your own geographical area. And smart marketing means marketing to other areas. And it's just a case of piggybacking on top of other people's marketing because they've already got the established relationship. Marketing cold to people tends to be very expensive. Now, new segments here, as well as new geographical areas, new segments could mean target marketing a particular vertical, such as recruitment companies or law firms, for example. And then you're trying to be a bigger fish in a smaller pond. But the only trouble with that, of course, is that very often these ponds, especially if they're mature industries, can still be very congested. So researching niches that are underserved will be time well spent here. And on that note, there are, of course, entirely novel industries that are emerging all the time. And these may well have everything to play for because there's simply no incumbent yet to get in your way. So have a think about what's happening on the horizon. Autonomous vehicle companies, agri-tech companies, sustainable energy providers, educational technology startups. These are just a few ideas off the top of my head. Basically, look where emergent technologies and emergent companies are coalescing and you'll see where the opportunities become because they may well not have an MSP providing them yet. Number three, product development. Now, product development involves creating new services or at least enhancing existing ones to meet the evolving needs of current customers. So in other words, it means cross-selling. Now that could be your own services and products or it could be other people's products and services. Remember, it's always easier to sell to your existing clients than to sell to new ones, often by a factor of around 10, i.e. it's 10 times easier to sell to your existing customers than it is to new customers. So selling anything and everything that's relevant 
helpful, affordable and ethical is not only good business, but it's actually your duty towards your clients as a trusted supplier. But it's also your duty towards your shareholders, even if that shareholder is just you. So selling as much as you can and as often as you can, as long as they they cover those four bits, which is it needs to be relevant, helpful, affordable and ethical. That really is kind of your job. So I won't dwell on selling new products to existing clients because it's beyond the scope of this insight. Other than to say, it obviously involves keeping abreast of new technologies and new trends in the MSP world and it's changing all the time. And once again, having regular meetings with your clients to communicate with them what's going on. And lastly, diversification. Now, diversification is the most ambitious growth strategy involving both new markets and you're promoting new products and services. And for that reason, I'd only embark upon this if you're really sure that the other three quadrants are being well met and that you've either stagnated with your existing products or you've hit a plateau with selling to existing clients. Diversification requires careful planning, investment and a willingness to venture into unfamiliar territory. So remember, unless you're Elon Musk, I would strongly suggest you always start off with your existing customers and your existing products and work outwards. So the Ansoff Matrix provides a clear framework for MSP owners to evaluate and pursue growth opportunities. And by looking at each quadrant in turn and developing each strategies within each quadrant, you can see where the so-called red oceans are and the blue oceans are, where the opportunities are and where all the competitions are and associated risk as well. So in conclusion, it can help you develop short, medium and long-term strategies accordingly for whichever quadrant you want to focus on and develop a minute strategy for each one, which will give you clarity, focus and direction moving forwards. MSP Marketing in Bite Size Bits. It's easier than you think with MKLink. To get more of MK Link's MSP, MBA, Marketing and IT training resources, make sure that you've registered for your account for free now at www.mklink.org.